welcome to Music Ed Talk. Today, I'm joined by Steve Van Dam. Steve, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, and uh, thanks so much for having me on. I, I love talking about music and music education and, and technology and where they all kind of intersect. So I'm excited to talk with you. My background is I was a, I was a band kid. I grew up playing clarinet and uh, piano, and I was a drum major at, at my high school up in uh, Fairfax County. And then I went to James Madison University. I was a music major and marched in the Marching Royal Dukes, which was just like amazing like this huge powerful marching band and i also was playing in like a pop band at the same time and and that band was called everything so when we got out of school uh, a long time ago i think it was uh, 92 i had uh, a degree in music composition and theory and this band that I was playing in, like on the weekends and stuff, was kind of taken off. And so uh, what I did for the next 10 years was toured. I played, um, we played about 200 shows a year. And then the next 10 years after that, and we'll talk a little bit more about um, all of that stuff. We had a hit song and went all over the world. And, and the next 10 years after that, I used music technology as a composer and producer and that was my living. That was what I did. Uh, it was my career. And so I put in my 10,000 hours with, you know, on a DAW and, and all that stuff. And then for the last 10 years, I, um, I've created this company called Light the Music. And what Light the Music does is creates music education uh, for just about any student. We actually started with students with special needs and other underserved communities. Um, we built a, an iPad app that makes it really easy to start playing music. And we created curriculum for that. And then um, what we've done more recently is create curriculum for secondary schools um, because with COVID, you know, teachers needed something to, you know, to keep their students engaged. And so, um, we've used music technology to always uh, empower student creativity and that just that magic engagement that comes when students are creating and collaborating and, and using music technology to do that. What are the tools you think music educators should be using that they're probably not or haven't even heard of? Well, you know, let me, uh, let me turn that around on you because you're a teacher, right? You're, you're teaching. Yes, an elementary music educator. Okay, so and and you are in uh, you're in Richmond. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so I'm in um, I'm just south of Richmond in Chesterfield County, okay. and so like what are what are you using in your classroom? Uh, what would you like to be using? What are you using currently? <laughs> if you could wave a magic wand, you know, tell me a little bit about your classroom. So a lot of our this past year, our district used Quaver. And so in Quaver Music, there was a lot of online lesson plans that we would use and be able to walk through the students with, but there wasn't a lot of interactivity with it. And that was more so the kind of technology I was looking for to find where students could create and actually play around instead of just kind of being an audience to the educators using the tools. Yes. So creators, not consumers. That's, uh, that's exactly. Huge. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so, uh, if you could wave a magic wand, talk a little bit more about that. Like what, what would your classroom look like? Let's say you walk into class with your 
fifth graders and and you say okay class today we're going to create music what what does that look like it would be right now <laughs> finding uh, any software or flash website where you know students could use the staff to compose on but mm-hmm. they're you know beyond that i don't really know much other tools i can use with them to create in that way of you know compositions kim you've come to the right place my friend <laughs> so so this is this is uh, I'm kind of in a unique place because as a as a performer in a pop band and then as a producer composer using technology I used Pro Tools I used Reason I used Logic um, and then now as an educator for the last ten years I've that's kind of my my expertise is where where can kids enter in to creating with music technology and where can that go. You know, so we started with um, the I'll, I'll, I'll give a shout out to the Oro visual music app, which is the app that we created um, like a long time ago. And it's uh, it's iPad based. It's basically um, what you see here on the screen is um, on the side here is your instruments. And then whatever instrument you have selected, you just touch the screen right and then of course it's looping right so let me let me pull the speaker a little closer so pitch is core so you're showing me that pitch is correlated to if you press higher or lower on it of course right because that makes sense so it goes like this right and i can drag my finger for that particular instrument and you can see everything's looping right and so very quickly I can create music with this iPad app, and then I can do things once it's uh, going here. I can take things in and out, you know, all the fun things that music technology does. So let me just hit pause on that. And then I can record that. I can record my voice over that. I can go, go, re mi fa so la ti do, or, you know, like, and start incorporating, you know, music learning into that really intuitive, fun experience of music creating. And so that was what we were using with um, kids with special needs, especially um, where, you know, a school here in town like Faison or um, the Dooley School at St. Joseph's Villa for these are for kids with uh, kids on the autism spectrum. And those kids are super smart, but they're in this program for, for a reason. And so um, it's not a good fit for a traditional music program. And so we would go in and, and um, have these uh, have these iPads and, and the kids could immediately make music. And then, well, what is that? Well, that's pitch that you that you're using. And, and it's pitches from one to eight, you know. And, and so we can start talking about music theory or that's rhythm. And, and that's a really interesting rhythm because it's kind of unexpected. And we call that syncopation, you know. And so it just goes right into the learning. And it's, you know, of course, when kids are doing that's a really powerful way of, of learning. So um, that's the music technology that sort of like the music started with. And the other music technology that I'm really excited about is Soundtrap. And Soundtrap is what's called a digital audio workstation or a DAW, a DAW. And like GarageBand um, or many other DAWs, it's got lots of tracks. So you have each thing that you record, you can uh, individually mess with. And then it's got a timeline. 
just like a, a video editor or anything else that has a timeline and you can move stuff around on that timeline. And the fun thing about a DAW is that it's where all of the music that we listen to is created, you know? So, so you ask um, a student, Hey, what, what music you're listening to right now? What are you into? And no matter what they say, that was created on a DAW, like, you know, like 99.9% chance. And so these are the tools for kids that they can create stuff that they like, right? So this is still music. It's not, um, it's not marching band music. It might be like a trap beat. Um, it might be those like hi-hats that have like 30 seconds and triplets in them. And, and, uh, and that's what kids are, they're going to react to that, you know, that, that's, what they're, that's what they love. So if you start giving them the tools to do that, then suddenly you've got kids that are really engaged. Some of these kids want to be a producer when they grow up, or they want to be a rapper, or they want to create music for video games, or they just, like me, like I just loved music. I just, I couldn't get away from it. Like I just always, you know, I'm playing clarinet in, in, in the, the wind symphony at my high school, and then I would come home and I had a keyboard and a, a little tape recorder um, and, and I would just like, you know, play in ideas and stuff. And so I was just, you know, like I was into it and I wasn't thinking that, you know, I wanted to be like, that was going to be my career, but I was just into it. And so all of the things that, that, that uh, I was so excited to learn, those all became sort of the steps towards learning more about music, learning more about technology, and, and then they did turn into a career path. And I think kids can do that right now, too, which is really exciting. What would you say to music educators who may feel apprehensive about incorporating new technologies within their classrooms? I totally understand, first of all. I've been working with music educators uh, for almost 10 years now, and especially for, for last year, um, which was a really, really hard year. It was it was really difficult, especially for for music educators, ensemble educators. So secondary school, chorus, band, orchestra. Um, it was really difficult because suddenly the way that they taught music was just gone. You know, you can't have an ensemble on a Zoom call; it doesn't work. And and they tried to do it in 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 different ways. Teachers put in extra hours and and just all of this this time and effort trying to like figure out how to do it and something like quaver um music first has a lot of um sort of programs to help kids uh practice better or you know all these kinds of things and so we what we did was we created this this kind of game experience for students um using music technology because students were so disconnected, um, because they were on these, you know, these Zoom classes that um, we created this experience where they first get to like pick their artist name, you know, so I'm not Steve Van Dam anymore. I'm like DJ Methuselah and I create sound with blocks of ice and, and I live in Antarctica and, and like, this is like my whole thing. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've got this Google slide that I, I made my artist profile. And, and um, so kids really got into that. And then they go on this journey, usually in a virtual band. So like three or four kids together, they create this virtual band. 
And then we put them through these like challenges in Soundtrap where first they just get to mess around and use the tools and create like a sonic collage, like this atonal, arrhythmic, crazy masterpiece, uh, like, like modern art, you know, and then they, they learn rhythm and they create rhythm and they learn melody and they create melody. And then, and then they do chords and bass and then they put that all together and they end up collaborating to make music together. And so, so what's happening in all of that is what, you know, Virginia calls five seats. So it's the, it's the things that no matter what you end up doing in your life that you're going to need. So how to work in a group with a creative idea and, you know, give feedback. And, and if there's four of us, we all have creative ideas, right? So how do we work out which creative idea we're going to use? You know, there's a lot of, uh, of things. There's communication and critical thinking and all of these things that, that come along with um, these projects that, that we're having kids do. And, and by the way, in this technology, we're doing real world projects. We're doing like a, a podcast or we're doing a, a jingle or a, a soundtrack. And so all of these things are not just career skills and, and social emotional learning and all these great things that are coming along, but they're also like real world career paths where, you know, like if you learn how to do a podcast, that's something that you can go out into the world and, and create valuable content and, and that can be your career. And, and it's funny because when I was a kid, there wasn't really a good career path for, for musicians. You know, there was, uh, you know, do you want to be like a pop musician and and like it's it's like winning the lottery if, if if that works and then there's the instrumental path where you know jmu is a is best music school in the state and in my in in the clarinet studio there were i think probably like 30 clarinet players and when each of us graduate from jmu there's probably i don't know 20 or 30 other music schools in the country that are like higher than, than JMU, where there's also going to be, you know, 10 or 15 clarinet players graduating. And there's going to be like five jobs in the whole US for, for clarinet players, you know? And so that idea of a career path is, is really exciting. But back to your question, you know, I think it's really, it's challenging, especially this year for, um, let's say, a band director to look at music technology and, and say, why is that going to help me? Because I think what band directors and, and chorus and orchestra and, and every music teacher right now wants is they want to rebuild. You know, almost every teacher that I've talked to lost students last year. Um, things got shifted around. Um, scheduling's gotten really interesting. There, there's just a lot of challenges right now with music programs. And as a result, I think that's the number one like mission is to like, how do I strengthen my program? How do I bring more kids in? How do I make the, the experience that, that the kids are experiencing, like make that more engaging? And again, I think music technology can really do that. You know, it can bring more kids in. It can bring kids in that weren't going to do band or orchestra, you know, and it can also, uh, the, the kids that we worked with last year that were in band or orchestra, when you give them these tools, 
they can record their instrument and then they can do like the G scale in two octaves, but they can also put a beat underneath that. And then they can mess around with chords underneath that. And they find out if they were in tune or not. And they find out if they're playing in time or not. And so all of these skills that are going to benefit the orchestra or the band as well, this is what's happening in, in the music technology. And on top of that, these kids were super excited about doing this, this stuff. You know, these virtual bands, they came up with these crazy names and, and made these crazy music videos with this music that they created. And it was like, it, like there were times when it was like, like teaching magicians their first spell, you know? And, and it's like at Hogwarts and they're all just like running around like, and, and there's like sparks flying and, and uh, these kids are just like, they're totally engaged with that. And so I think that, yes, um, I understand it's, it's, it's hard and, and it's been super challenging and, and the stress and the, the trauma of, of last year was, you know, like that stays with us. And, and here we are going into another year where there's that uncertainty and, and, you know, are we going to be with masks? Are we going to be playing instruments? Are we going to be in class? Are we going to be hybrid again? Which is like, oh my goodness, no, please. And, and all of these things, the technology can run through that, first of all. And then the other thing, which I think is the very biggest reason, is that when kids can express themselves musically, when they can create something, that that's a really powerful way to heal and to uh, to feel better and and to express that into a, a group of people and to to, to connect uh, with people and so I think there are a lot of really good reasons to think about at least adding music technology into your ensemble and then of course for admins and for for districts um, if you want to rebuild that pipeline of, of kids coming up through elementary and into junior high and into high school, if you need to bring more kids in, then make your program more inclusive, you know, make it something that uh, a kid that loves music, but maybe doesn't want to play the clarinet like I did, that he, he's got a place, you know, and I, I grew up in, in Northern Virginia and, and Fairfax County, you know, there's a lot of resources there. Um, my parents could give me private lessons. Um, you know, if, if, if you're a teacher that, that you've still got, you know, a bunch of students and your, your band is, is bursting at the seams and, um, you've got the resources and, and you're not struggling. Awesome. Like high five, don't worry about technology, but, but if, if you want to build and if you want to bring in more students and create more engagement, then I think music technology really can help. And where are certain resources you uh, know of that educators can use to find music ed technology that appeals to students, but also to their own goals for their individual programs? Right. Yeah, that's a great question. And and I'll I have to plug like the music because um, that's what we've really focused on is especially for getting started because um, it, it feels like. There's, there's lots of, uh, of curriculum out there. There's lots of um, really great resources. There's a, um, a shed, shed the Music is, is one. Uh, music First has tons and tons of technology-based um, curriculum. Uh, Soundtrap itself 
um, has been creating a lot of, of really good curriculum. They, they, a year ago, they didn't have very much. And, and a year later, they, they have a lot more. Um, but what we found is, is there's two things that, that really help. And one is, is this kind of like entry-level connection where students immediately are learning and they're doing something meaningful. You know, they're doing something that's relevant to what they're interested in, you know, and that's, um, I think it's, then you're like, then you're not pushing a rock up the hill, you know, like kids are like, Hey, let's do this. You know, like, you're going to teach me how to make a beat. Okay, cool. And then I'm going to put a baseline on top of that and chords. And, and, and by the end of this class, I'm going to be able to like create music that I hear in my head. Okay. You know, so there's that. And then the other component is, um, for the teachers themselves, the, the support that they need, you know, a lot of these teachers, um, they didn't come up with music technology training. They didn't, um, when they, when they came out of school, like, like when I came out of school, it was, uh, you could play every instrument in the orchestra and the band, you could, you know, read all the clefs you can, you can conduct, you can, you know, you've got all of these, these skills, but, not any music technology that was always kind of like, I don't know anything about music technology. And so that's the other piece that, that we offer, um, which I think is really crucial, which is how do I do this? You know, and what we found last year when we, when we started doing workshops and, and uh, our training was that teachers are musicians and these, these music teachers can create and, and, and it was really fun to see that because like, uh, they were saying like, I've never done this before. You know, I've never created music. I've never composed, I've never produced music. And so kind of turning that light on was, uh, was really cool. And, and at that point, there's, you don't need to preach anymore. You know, they've got like, they've experienced that magic, you know, they've experienced that, what that feels like to like put some stuff in and hit play and hear it back and then mess with a little bit and then play and hear it back and like it, you know, like I just created that. I like that. Hey, check this out. You should hear this. You know, once we're there, then it's like, okay, cool. Now you just do that with your students. And that's the, uh, that's the secret, you know? And if any educators wanted to learn more about your music tech resources, where would they might be able to find that information? Great. Thank you so much for the plug. And, uh, and, and again, thank you so much for having me on. This is, uh, I really appreciate this. And, and as you can tell, I'm, I'm super passionate about this. So um, just email me. Uh, you can go to the website, which is lightthemusic.com. So L-I-G-H-T, themusic.com. And we've got everything up on there. But also you can just email me, steve at lightthemusic.com. And uh, I'd be happy to talk to you. This, um, like I said at the beginning, this is another challenging year. It's another very dynamic year. And so my job as the founder of, of, a, of a music ed tech company is to really listen to teachers and, and find out where we can help. Um, so that's, that's my job. That's, I'm, I'm super excited to do that. So finding out um, from teachers what's going on. What's, you know, what do they need help with? Uh, that's, you know, I'm here to help find solutions to that. So please email me. And, and uh, also, I, I just found out today, um, we're going to be at VMEA uh, at the conference in November. So 
if you're a Virginia music educator, I will uh, hopefully see you there and, and we'll be presenting and talking about some more of this stuff. Thank you so much for joining us today, Steve. Kim, thank you so much. And good luck this year.